fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hey everybody, and welcome to part five of the Metallicast and Summer for All series. I'm your host and fellow Metallica fan. My name is Brandon. For those of you who've been completely out of the loop, in Summer for All is a mini-series I'm doing during the summer months. It is a weekly track-by-track breakdown of the Injustice for All album, leading to its 30th anniversary this month in August, because we're officially now in the month of August, which is hard to believe. My summer vacation is flying by. I know all of you who do not have summer vacation just feel so bad for me. But because we are going chronologically in the album, and this is part five, that means we're looking at track five, The Shortest Draw. I have to start off with an apology, because even though I am on summer vacation, I am a teacher, and therefore I feel the need to teach, to educate. Last week, we talked about the Metallica Classic 1. We had the first ever Metallica story time, and I got to read a passage from one of my all-time favorite books, if not my all-time favorite book, Johnny Got His Gun by Dalton Trumbo. And this week, I get to educate you a little bit about McCarthyism. For those of you who do not know what that is, here is a short clip from a TED Ed, TED as in TED Talks, TED Ed, where they give a brief explanation of what McCarthyism is. Everyone here loves story time, our favorite time of the day. When we gather around... Imagine that one day you're summoned before a government panel. Even though you haven't committed any crime or been formally charged with one, you are repeatedly questioned about your political views, accused of disloyalty, and asked to incriminate your friends and associates. If you don't cooperate, you risk jail or losing your job. This is exactly what happened in the United States in the 1950s as part of a campaign to expose suspected communists. Named after its most notorious practitioner, the phenomenon known as McCarthyism destroyed thousands of lives and careers. Roads to fun and home at last, stories that can warm your heart and tell how friendships start. I mean, did you really think I was not going to play the Papa Beaver Storytime theme song? A theme song I never even knew existed until last week when I was doing the one episode. It (laughs) makes me laugh every single time, and it also tempts me to try working into every episode of Metallicast in one way or another. Whether you like it or not, Metallicast Militia, okay? It's not all about you. Anyways, so that was a very brief clip, again, from a TED Ed about McCarthyism. They were looking for the commies. And McCarthyism was named after Senator Joseph McCarthy, who sort of spearheaded a lot of the investigations and trials. And the reason why I bring this up is because this is the subject matter for The Shortest Straw.
And when you look at the lyrics, of course, written by Mr. James Heffield, I think that becomes clear. Just look at the opening verse. Suspicion is your name, your honesty to blame, but dignity to shame, dishonor. Witch hunt modern day, determining decay, the blatant disarray, disfigure. The public eye's disgrace, defying commonplace, unending paper chase, unending. And when you really look at the verses separately, you sort of see the progression of the story. Where in that first verse, in my opinion, it's about the suspicion. It's about them trying to get dirt on you. The witch hunt, so to speak, as the lyrics call it. And then in the second verse, you're standing trial. The accusations fly, discrimination why, your inner self to die, intruding. And you're dealing with the feelings of that trial. Doubt suck itself in you, its teeth and talons through, you're living catch to two, diluting. And then in the final verse, you just fall victim to this witch hunt. Behind you, hands are tied, you're being ostracized, your hell is multiplied, upending. The followed has begun, oppressive damage done, your many turn to none, to nothing. I find it interesting that this song follows one so full disclosure i recorded next week's episode about harvester of sorrow before i recorded this episode because i have a guest host next week joining me nick makoviak a great artist and we had a blast recording the episode Uh, we're already making plans to have him come back on again in the near future so hopefully that works out but anyways the reason i mention that is because he made a great point in that episode and i do not want to steal his thunder and give away too much of what he says he just made a reference about the track listing on the injustice for all album and the placement of some of the songs seemed to be more than a coincidence and the way that Lars Ulrich chooses the track listing I'm sure with input from the other band members it just cannot be a coincidence because as we discussed last week as I've mentioned already earlier in this episode we covered one, inspired by the book and movie Johnny Got His Gun, written and directed. He also directed the movie by Dalton Trumbo. And I may mention that episode that Dalton Trumbo was one of the accused. He was one of the ones who came under fire as a alleged communist. And he was blacklisted out of Hollywood for a number of years. And he wrote movies and whatever else under different names. So it was not until years later that people discovered some of this work was actually by him while he was blacklisted. In fact, there is a movie that came out a few years ago called Trumbo, starring Brian Cranston as Dalton Trumbo, and it's about him being blacklisted. And it details the struggles he had, but also some of the success he had because others in Hollywood were willing to take a stand and stand up for him and give him credit where credit is due. If you've not seen that movie, check it out. I saw it a while ago, and I thought it was quite excellent. So if you're a movie fan like Mr. Lars Ulrich, you should definitely check it out. I also think lyrically that The Shortest Straw just fits in perfectly with the general theme of the Justice album. Because in my opinion, the general theme is you are a victim. You are a victim of the environment dying. You are a victim of our failed and corrupt justice system. You are a victim in this case of a witch hunt. And I keep on thinking, you know, Kevin Van Dam and I talked about this with Eye of the Beholder. You're going to hear next week, Nick McCoviak and I talk about this with Harvester of Sorrow. These lyrics are still relevant to this day. 
without getting too political here, I think the Me Too movement is a great thing. If you harm somebody, if you abuse somebody in some way, shape, or form, then by all means, call them out, get them punished. You know, I'm simplifying this, I know, because there's a lot of complexities behind all these stories. I'm all for it, though. But there are other stories coming out of the Me Too movement, and just in this PC culture, that it have been controversial. Uh, the James Gunn situation comes to mind. If you are a Marvel movie fan, then you know who James Gunn is. He directed both Guardians of the Galaxies. And Disney fired him from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because of old tweets. Now, I will be the first to say that I thought the tweets were bad jokes. They were not funny and they were very... They were in simply for shock value. And basically he makes light of rape and other serious topics. But there has been a campaign online including by the guardians of the galaxy cast to get him rehired because you know are you not allowed to make mistakes is the argument and some people view this as a modern day witch hunt you know they're looking for dirt on you whether it be an old tweet or an old photo or an old video clip whatever the case may be and in this day and age social media makes it so easy to release the dirt or to build a story, whether it's warranted or not. And I'm not interested in going into what I think is right, what I think is wrong, who I think is guilty, who I think is not guilty, who should get a pass, who should not get a pass. That's not what this podcast is for. But I bring that up only because there's a lot of feelings out there that, in my opinion, tie directly in to the subject matter of the shortest straw. So 30 years later, this is still resonating. In my opinion, musically, The Shortest Straw captures everything heavy that Metallica does so, so well. There is a thrash element to it. There is a groove element to it. There's even a little bit of a gallop element to it. Definitely some progressiveness with the amount of riffs and riff variations that are packed into this thing. Just listen to the introduction alone about the first minute before the vocals come in. You're going to hear... The accented beginning, which reminds me a little bit of Master Puppets. Instead of dun, 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 it's dun, 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 dun. And then that builds into a little bit of a gallop. And then there's a variation of it because Lars sort of lays back on the drum beat and it creates a little bit more of a groove. And then you're going to hear... All instruments except for the lead guitar break away and then come back in with more of a traditional thrash metal feel. Lars is playing that classic up-tempo punk rock beat that we know so well by now.
after the introduction, the first verse begins. And until the guitar solo, the short straw follows a pretty typical pattern from a structured standpoint where you have verse, chorus, verse, chorus. However, what is not really that common, in my opinion, is how the chorus itself is arranged. So you have sort of a pre-chorus that changes as the song goes on. So after the first verse, you have deafening, painstaking, reckoning, this vertigo with doth bring. After the second verse, you have secretly, silently, certainly, in vertigo you will be. And later in the song, after the third verse, you have channels read, one word said, blacklisted, with vertigo make you dead. It's a little bit of a pre-chorus. It's separate from the verse. It's before the chorus enters, so I'm going to consider a pre-chorus, but it's not repetitive except for the word vertigo that shows up in the last line. Otherwise, the lyrics are changing. Now, what's also a little bit uncommon is the actual chorus itself, where you sort of have two choruses, shortest straw, challenge liberty, down by law, live in infamy, rubby raw, witch hunt riding through, shortest straw, the shortest straw has been pulled for you. And then it's sort of a tag onto that, you have pulled for you, shortest straw, pulled for you, shortest straw, and that repeats until Hatfield sings, the shortest straw has been pulled for you again. Shortest interesting things to me about this song is the solo section and this is a good example of what I think Metallica does so well they're not the only band who does this obviously especially in metal but they have a variety of riffs or a variation of riffs that are being played to keep the song in my opinion moving forward and sounding fresh and keeping it interesting. And I think the shortest straw is a good example of this. So there are sort of two halves of the guitar solo, which is also unique. So let's first focus on what I would call the first half of the guitar solo, where you have a really great guitar melody. And it sort of builds an intensity. And to me, that just does a great job of echoing sort of this paranoid, panicked feeling of, you know, what are they going to accuse me of? What are they going to find on me? That melody, in my opinion, just does a great job of capturing that feeling. And then it gives way at the four minute mark to a guitar solo. In this first half of the solo, it can sort of be broken apart into three sections. You have the rhythm guitar behind Kirk Hammett playing lead, obviously, going it's playing the full riff, and then it's playing a variation of that riff. And the silence is being filled in by the drum beat and the guitar solo itself. And then you have the band go into a third section where they're just holding down chords and Kirk Hammond is once again building an intensity, sort of building off the original melody that started this whole... But he's taking it in a more intense, flashy, faster direction. 
And then the first half comes to an end because we go back in to the pulled for you, shortest draw section. Shortest draw! Pulled for you! And we just do not see this structure a lot in music where you have a vocal section come back in to sort of separate a guitar solo into two halves. I guess you could look at it as two separate solos within the song, and that would be accurate. But I sort of think of it as an interrupted guitar solo because it's being played by the same guitarist and it's building off the same themes within the same section of the song. It's not like there's a one solo after the first verse and then a second solo after the bridge or something like that. It's all contained within the same section of the song as the quote-unquote solo section. We did see this happen again in Sabbath True on the Black Album where... You hear the solo, and then Hatfield comes in with, I'm your eyes, I'm your pain. And then it goes back into a guitar solo. And that, to me, is similar in this, not so much having two separate guitar solos, even though it can definitely look that way, but having almost an interrupted guitar solo because it's the same guitarist playing over the same themes within the same section of the song. So to wrap this up, I want to quote Lars Ulrich from Metallica, Their Own Words by Mark Putterford, a book I have been referencing and will continue to reference probably during the In Summer for All series. Here's a quote from Lars about the shortest straw. He says, this one is a very energetic, up-tempo sort of thing. It's not the fastest song in the album, but it's definitely a lot more aggressive than some of the other things on the record. It deals with the whole blacklisting thing that took place in the 50s, where anyone whose view was a little out of the ordinary was immediately labeled as a potential threat to society. There were all these people in Hollywood whose views didn't fit in with the mainstream, and they were all shoved out of the entertainment industry because of their beliefs. I also have really enjoyed referencing Metallica.com during the In Some For All series for the live stats. The Short Straw has been performed live 96 times, which is actually a higher number than a lot of the other Justice songs. The song was first played on May 11th, 1990 in London, and it was last performed not too long ago, back on April 30th, 2018, in Germany. This is a song that they will still pull out from time to time, unlike I Have the Beholder. Sorry, KVD. I want to thank everybody in the Metallica Asperger Show for continuing to download, subscribe, and review Metallicast, the Metallica podcast. Become interactive with the show, though. Give the show a shout-out, ask a question, give an opinion, as long as it's Metallica or Metallicast-related, or, hell, even Heavy Metal Hard Rock-related, there's a good chance I will play it on a future episode. If you want to leave your name, cool. If you want to leave your first name, cool. That way I can give you a shout-out. If you want to plug something, if you have a YouTube show or 
a podcast of your own, whatever. If you want to plug it, go ahead. I'm cool with all that. The hotline number is 203-548-0609. And this is a Google number, which means you can call from your phone or from your computer as long as you have Wi-Fi. Again, the number is 203-548-0609. I know I already thanked those who have been downloading, subscribing, reviewing, but if you've not yet done so, please do so. Find Metallicast on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, YouTube, our home site, fansonexperts.com, and where and anywhere else podcasts are available. As always, I want to end with a cover. This is a band I found online called Tread on Mud. Not too much information out there that I could find about them other than the fact that they are from Brazil. But here they are, in all their glory, performing the shortest straw. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, middle up your ass. Yeah!